Hello, welcome to Dealer's Choice. It's my turn. I'm in the driver's seat, and I drove these boys to the uh, to the drive-ins. We went, we didn't actually <laughs> we didn't actually go to the drive-ins. That the metaphor is becoming a bit too confusing, I'm sure. But um, uh, no, I we, made we, them... we went on a flight instead of a. <laughs> Um, so th- it was my choice this week and I made them watch the 1996, I believe, yes. uh, classic. fantasy epic, classic, classic, uh, Dragonheart, a yeah. childhood favorite of mine. Oh yeah. Um, do we want to, who wants to do the uh, summary of the, what this movie was? Just before we get to the summary, I just hope you prepared yourself emotionally because every time on this podcast, <laughs> we bring a childhood classic. We learned something a little bit <laughs> more yeah. about ourselves. Yeah, I mean, uh, like when we watched Artemis Fowl. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that hurt me. That was ironic. Yours, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Uh, this might be Morgan's uh, Artemis Fowl. I, I think, don't know. I think this is Morgan's Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Dead Men Don't Wear Yeah, I think we all yeah, did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck, that's all right. <laughs> I think you were you were chomping at the bit to do a summary, so off you go, Zach. No, no, we agreed you'd do it. No, no, I, I just, just had a stipulation for you. I just want you to you, you're now chickening out here. You don't have the dragon heart to do it. <laughs> oh, that cuts cuts to the okay, bone. Okay, so I'll, I'll do it then. All right, um, and I'll chime in with so anything you've forgotten. Lucius Malfoy is a young prince in a land far, far that's away in the wrong, the lands so of York, California. Uh, so this is set in in medieval England on the west coast of America, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Harrison Ford's stunt double is a <laughs> Dennis Quaid a knight is of the realm, so much more an than Harrison Ford's knight double. of the realm, who is training the young Lucius Malfoy to be a good, honest knight and king. But his father is an evil man and he has inherited the traits of being an evil man. Uh, and then he suffers an accident at work. Um, there's <laughs> work safe. <is laughs> work so... safe. Uh, and uh, fortunately, insurance covered it. Mm. <laughs> so they took them to the local doctor who was uh, uh, Bond, James Bond, as played, as played by uh, Pierce Brosnan. No, um, the who, one, the only, Sean Connery. Who, luckily, they had a spare... So he Organ. They had a spare organ around, and there was a transplant made by revealing some dragon nip, cutting into the dragon nip, and taking out from the dragon nip a piece of someone's It's actually heart. very confusing to follow. <laughs> I'm having a I really watched the movie, to, yeah, and I'm I had really arm struggling. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, spoiled rich kid turns out to be as bad as everyone thought he was. Hey, Dennis Quaid wasn't that spoiled. He had everything given to him. No, the king. Oh, um, what's the actor's name? Oh, uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> David Thwoolis. <laughs> oh, you knew. He lied to us. <laughs> Alex just lied to us, everyone. You don't have the heart of a dragon. No. <laughs> that's why I can stab you. <laughs> and I'm not immortal. I'm vulnerable <laughs> to those things. I think the the title is pretty much like Dragonheart. Yes. Dragonheart. Yeah, I think you know what you get. And yeah. uh, it corrupts him. Or he was already corrupt. I think he was already I think corrupt. Is the message. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it's really this movie is about friendship. <laughs> it's about Between family. a dragon and a man. And a woman. Uh, it's about fate and good and evil and family. And how... 
some people are just born bad. Yeah, and, some and now people, a man of dragon hearts will save them. Some people are just born to suffer, mm. like, th- and some people are just born to run <laughs> <laughs> or fly, as the case may be. <laughs> this week we watched Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'm assuming you guys have a lot of thoughts about this movie. I did, but but why why this? Because I like I know you, you don't have just one childhood love. But Dragonheart, is there anything special about Dragonheart? Oh, this was up there. And yeah. then I, I just feel like like everyone has like childhood movies, and I feel like a lot of people share those. But I was like, I haven't really spoken with anyone about Dragonheart before. The only one I have is with Finn, my sibling. And like, cause it was our favorite. And I was like, I reckon the boys haven't seen it. I want to mm-hmm. show it to them. I haven't seen it in a while. I want to see if it holds up. Cause it's also a lot of it relies on like a CG character and it's the yes. late nineties. So that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, I was like, I thought it'd be interesting to show you guys and I knew we'd have a bit of fun with it. So <laughs> and some- we did. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I think it actually held up a lot better. Than I than some movies from that period. I like despite the CGI. Hmm. If you're like, yeah, well, the CGI is bad. Fine, they're still like good with let's it. Let's just let's just put it in in context for people. This is two years after Jurassic Park and five years before Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. It sort of sits in this. Uh, I don't know. That Frodo Baggins is not well animated. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, the dragon doesn't look the greatest. No. It hasn't aged that no, well. But I think. That- well, I will say, I was going to say in my positive, but I'll say it next mm-hmm. time. I The CG doesn't hold up, but I think the dragon design is actually still very cool. I was going to say cool. that too. The dragon design is fine. Like if they yeah. just, they could like re-edit this movie and leave it the same and just take out the dragon and put in a new one. It'd probably it'd look the same, just update the graphics. Yes, yes. Probably be Agree pretty sweet. They yeah. did the clever thing of basing it on a cat, which is always good when you want to design a dragon. You base it on a dog or a cat. And the same way that if you make an animated horse in a movie, you, ma- you base the horse's actions on screen on what a dog would do this is in this isn't a lot of this is a very why Disney would, technique why would you use a because like i understand like, like a more. like a dragon being like well we don't have anything to base that off you but don't. a horse you can base off a um, horse no 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 because it's, it's less relatable if, if like if you watch like tangled the horse in tangled acts like a dog oh yeah because like yeah, it's got characteristics of yeah, a dog. yeah 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 because yeah. okay. it's people get along with a dog a lot better and they look at it and go oh that's a fun horse and it has a lot more personality because we we understand dogs better i think i think that's why they do it i i don't know uh, <laughs> yeah you don't know some much. people are cat people some people are dog people i don't know you don't know much but I know that I watch Dragon Heart. <laughs> yes <laughs> shall we shall we start with positives positives we? yes um, Before we get deep, deep I think into the casting, the was great. Alex was mad that Alan Rickman didn't play no. the Queen, but I, <laughs> I thought it was great. It was just a thought that I had as I was watching. I was like, "How good would Alan Rickman be in this world?" Um, uh, he's not good in everything. <laughs> name a <laughs> film. Have you seen Die Hard? Uh, Love Actually. Listeners, have you seen Zach, Die Hard too? Zach just he just took <laughs> he took a spear and stabbed it into my dragon have you heart. Seen Die Hard uh, three. He's not in Die Hard 3. Yeah, he's with Bruce Willis. He's like the second protagonist. He's a fu- in fucking flashback in Die Hard 3 and that's it. <laughs> and it's from a scene in Die Hard. That was Samuel Jackson is the scene. I was waiting no, but they do, they Samuel do it. Samuel Jackson! Oh, dear. 
They do flashback to how Hans... We're talking about di- uh, Dragonheart. <laughs> All right? Let's talk about Dragonheart. So your positive is that Alan Rickman isn't in it. No. Is that what your positive no. is? God, you're always so obsessed with Alan Rickman. My positive, I think the casting's really well done. I, I, I have no particular interest in Dennis Quaid, but I think Dennis Quaid's fine. I think that he should have probably stopped trying to do accents in certain scenes and just been fine it with does the drop. American accent. It does drop. A few times. Sean Connery was oddly really good. There was there was like actual effort in a lot of his delivery. I imagine it was probably real easy for him to sit in a booth and record. But like some of the shit, like at the end especially, there's just some actual chemistry in his dialogue. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my positive. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, okay. Oh, no, I can keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Practical effects. I really liked all the practical explosions and stuff. They, mm-hmm. they still paid off. There's a Vietnam flashback scene that's real good. I like that. That was awesome. Uh, all the explosions and what else can I take? Alex has got something that I haven't mentioned yet. All right, that's all right. Uh- uh, <laughs> I like the Australian actor, Fry Tuck. He's real good. Is that it? Was that it? I got no. It. it. I actually uh, looked it up. He's not Australian. I was wrong. Okay. Well, I got the not Australian actor, Fry Tuck. Um, uh, what, what would Alex like? What am I trying to get here? Uh, I've got two things you haven't even mentioned yet. Ah, oh, shit. All right, Morgan, you go. Maybe I'll think of it. No, later uh, Alex, you go. Two things. Two things. Two I things. liked. I liked the attitude of the dragon. <laughs> there was there. There were moments there. There was, sass, there there was, was some sass. There was some serious attitude from this dragon. I was like, oof, I like this. Um, there was even some of the. We'll get into it a little bit, but there were some vibes that you were getting from the dragon that you're like, I haven't seen a dragon crack on uh, to In a, a human male or a human female. sexual way. Yeah, it's just like, very much flirting with... I mean, if whatever. you're a dragon and you've lived for ages, you probably don't give a fuck. Just flirt with whoever. That's I mean, right. He flirted with after everyone. Whatever tail comes your way. Like that one tail shot of going under the waterfall <laughs> that I reckon we saw about <laughs> no, three so, times. No, <laughs> and like, I will say, it's like, so... Sean Connery has a very distinctive voice. Yes. But it suits. And I'm going to use an example here. New Disney movie Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes. Aquafina voices a dragon, and mm-hmm. I found that very off-putting, and it took me quite a while to get used to that in that movie. Because yeah. what you think it was too generic. It just didn't it just fit. Wasn't it just didn't fit. Gel, it yeah. felt like it didn't fit right, and mm. you go. I, it took me a while to get used to it. Yep. But like, I didn't have that in this movie. I was just like, yep, this is the voice. Yeah, that yeah, I think yeah. Sean Connery just suited that dragon. Or even like uh, Mushu and Mulan. I thought uh, Eddie Murphy suited that character. Like I didn't. You know, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, because that was what they were trying for. It, That's right. Like, I, I will like just to take over from Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I, I just thought of something else. I think they nailed theme and uh, tone so well because it it feels like a, a kids action adventure movie, and th- like that that gave it a lot of uh, leeway for me. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you could be real critical about. You but can. Like, it doesn't matter. This yeah. is. I could put this on with kids and like... Because it's a period a taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that period of like 1991, 1992. <laughs> no, I just think that like all the music, all the dialogue... Well, I must say, I must say the music, we said yeah, that it sounded a little Lord of the Rings-ish, particularly there at the end. I was like, hmm, that's some nice music. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, that's giving me all it's the feels. It's appropriate, it's appropriate yeah. for the medieval type setting that you've yeah. got going on there. Yeah. Um, what there was something else that I was going to say. I also liked the subversion of color theory. Oh, look at this! Look at this! <laughs> Here we like, go! Morgan? Here we go! The villain is well, wearing white. Uh, actually, yeah. no, no, no. 
Let's correct this because that's not what you said. <laughs> Alex in the movie pointed out that the villain was wearing grey. Mm, and he's not the all good and he's wearing all... brown. And then I thought about it. <laughs> and and I'm like, concerned no. with my friend here because very clearly the, the villain was wearing white and the hero was wearing black. And I didn't know if he was joking and I don't think Alex was. <laughs> Some of his whites did step into the grey area, but Some like of it, it yes. was like it was shades. He was yeah. wearing shades of white. Shades of white. Fifty yep. shades of white. There was some off white. There was some white. He had a white stallion. Yes, stallion baby. Shadow facts. Um, yeah, this movie did get a bit Fifty Shades of White, didn't it? And then um, Dennis <laughs> oh, Quaid's character had, wore black and had a black horse. Yes, he did which have a would, black and horse. That was the opposite. That's right. It's mm. opposite in color theory. And for those who aren't familiar, take Star Wars as an example. Where you've got... Don't even, Zach. Don't give me that look. Uh, I'm just going to go while you talk about Star Wars. No, Darth Vader is, you know, the villain because he's wearing black, whereas Luke Skywalker being the hero is wearing uh, Um, light colours. So it harkens back to the old westerns. And uh, so colour theory was born. Yeah, I did say there, there's like some some kind of western stuff in there. Maybe it's just the the whole actual, like the, the real sets and the explosions and the... Maybe that's the feel of it, and it's in yes. California as well. So and there was remarkably a few shots where I was like, that's Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> there was one shot where the dragon flies along, and you see the flame mm. as, it's, mm. as it's spewing the flame across the Even countryside. I was like, that's Game of Thrones. The final battle in the forest is kind of familiar, like when Stannis in on the opposite side of yes. the wall comes in. There's like a... S- I've not seen Game of Thrones. So <laughs> we know you were off put by it. Oh, but yeah, there is a lot of there is a lot of shots in here. That yeah, like, like, mm, that's pretty Game, Game of Thrones in. Even like the rail gun with like the spear. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's Game of There's Thrones that, too. That shot at the start where the horsemen are coming across the field. I was like, that's a bit. That's a bit Lord of the Ringsy too. Yeah, there was a bit no, more of the rings. Not, there's there. less tracking in it yes. than there would have been in Lord of the Rings. But there is less artistry in the direction yeah. than Lord they're, of the Rings. They're not trying to do anything interesting with the camera <laughs> like they do with Lord of the Rings. No. Oh my god, that one shot in Fellowship of the Ring where they follow, they they track down the hill. That's so amazing. Oh my god. Anyway, nothing like that here. No, no, no. no, no. no. You get some interesting. <laughs> I think is <laughs> that one scene. There's like some whole interesting holds, but they they do try. Yeah. So there's like one time where it's like just focusing on the water, this nice shot of the water, and you can see Draco swimming underneath. It's like oh, that's yeah. nice, but also like. Yeah. And then there's also that classic like monster camera like point of view where like you see the dragon's camera coming yeah. in. I, I always liked that shot in the POV shot. I like that a the, lot from yeah. the monster. I also think they do a good like, and this is like of hiding him until he becomes like a main. Ca- like he's got this <laughs> mystery mm. mystery about him. Until he becomes a bit more prominent, like yeah. always in the shadows. And then we see all of him all the time <laughs> for the remainder of that film. Even Nip. Mm, you see a bit of Dragon Nip. Um, <laughs> for the listeners, I'm making that illusion because there are several points where the dragon lifts up a scale and it really, really seems like he's revealing that part of his body that just is just got his nipples. Mm. But it's mm. it's like the cut that it's he's the used to take heart. his heart out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. So it's a joke. It's a joke. Alex. Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and you I'm... laughed. I'm playing into the joke. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yes, turn and, into the skin. Can we just can we just mention some of the holds? Yeah, I was going to talk about the sewer hold. So you know, we, it's just like it feels like that that was a mistake that got left in the movie. That's right. There's a few times where the camera just holds and nothing happens. <laughs> like a character will go through a door, the camera will hold on the door, and then that character will come back like four thought, seconds I, later, I, and I it's like the player had stopped. I yeah, I, I thought, what's going on? Am I missing <laughs> something? What's going on here? I thought we were buffering. It was almost like because like so and she the leaves character- the she let she left and then she came back to say thank you. And the queen was gone. But it's almost as if, like, 
she forgot a line and the, and the actress of the queen was like, all right, we're done and walked what? away. But it, it felt more like that than it actually felt like in the moment. What it yes. should have been is like, okay, that, that scene should have gone like this. She's uh, uh, Maid Marion, whatever it was. I'm so sorry. Like I, I just couldn't remember her name for a while. I just felt like real bad. Kara. Kara. She's in the she's in the room, and then a hooded figure comes in and goes, "Come with me," and then takes her down into there and goes, live. "Yeah, mm. go through here. Pretty much, you will you will be free. You can use this to get out of the castle." And he goes, and then she turns to say thank you, and then the figure is disappearing up the stairs. That's the way that should have gone. Yes, that's how it should have gone. Yeah, but it's not yeah, how it went. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah hundred percent. Um, fuck, but damn. Still, though, there's so much charm in this movie. <laughs> so much charm. There's, there's a scene where, like, Dennis Quaid is getting smacked against trees and it's just played, like, the goofiest shit. And yeah, it's the it best. just goes... And I feel like they, flicking they do the really face. good, like, they have... Because there is some, like... Like yeah, they do hit tone, but the tones are quite like. There's many different tones, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the music does really well. We got like this comical yes. music, mm-hmm. but then there's like the moment where Kara's father dies, and she has like the the moment her resolve. You see, yes. and they have this like the music matches that. It's like, man, they're jumping around with the tones, the but way, they're landing. Kara's dad was jacked. Did you guys notice that he Not was really. a jacked? No, dude. I didn't think he was that jacked. Uh, <laughs> as a jacked man yourself, that's I, right. I, I, I know, am an Adonis. I know as he was blind. <laughs> You saw that, did yeah. you? <laughs> so Alex could... noticed that he was wearing a green headband. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Uh, shall we shall we move on to no, some negative? To... You've talked... oh, oh, talked to... So yeah, yeah, I like the dragon design, <laughs> that's cool. That's fine. Um I think I think that's the story's nice. Yeah. I like the idea where they get into like dip into like the last of your kind and how he he yearns for death but he wants to go to heaven so he has mm. to fix like there's some interesting stuff in there got something to do dragon heaven yeah and uh, so that's some good stuff um great. This oh, upon a rewatch i really enjoyed like straight away like i'd forgotten this movie but i was like oh there's some like obi-wan anakin vibes oh, like 100 yes. even like the way um dennis quaid styled himself mm. i was like i could just you could probably photoshop it onto like an obi-wan in the second dish i thought it was third more, movie and it's yep. like similar like scruff and like i thought that was more like braveheart influence yeah Maybe it was also Brave, kind braveheart, of braveheart yeah, yeah well i was half expecting there was one scene where he rides his horse in front of armed people <laughs> i was like you know freedom, freedom! <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Yeah, though the structure of the story is really, really excellent. I expected what was I, I was I was thinking that the prince was gonna be the protagonist. Like, why? What? what is you were very snivel- confused yeah, at the start. Very confused. <laughs> idiots. Why is he gonna be our hero? But no, it's Dennis Quaid. I thought that was an because like you don't typically see that Obi Wan figure become the protagonist. I I kind of I thought that was actually kind of interesting. I'd I'd like to see a movie that like expanded that a bit more. That was just like I've spent so much time trying to teach this young and they can't take it over, so I have to. I have to rise up. That was an interesting thing that you don't see. Um, I would really, really like to see this movie remade with that structure and bring everyone except for Sean Connery back. Because <laughs> you can leave him. He's like, dying. Who would you get to voice the dragon then? Um, uh, uh, Aquafina. Aquafina's pretty good. Aquafina's pretty good. The um, one that jumps to my mind is Liam Neeson. No, 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 no. Liam Neeson. I, or um, I reckon, what's his name? With Chantel his- Copley. No, no, I'm thinking. Shadow Copley would be great. Oh, What's his name? No, 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 no. Uh, Morgan Freeman. No, you got to think modern age. So, I know. I, I'm just. Uh, you, you I reckon. So, Jay- in his native accent, none of his other ones. James McAvoy. Oh, Ooh. 
What, what about like Dame Judy Dench? Oh, female dragon. Oh, you female mean dragon? like um, they got... So She'd be a good dragon. <laughs> something I just want to quickly get out of the way. So this movie, I've never seen any of the others. Okay. This movie has copious remakes or like sequels and prequels. Mm-hmm. No one, I think, uh, likes them. I don't back. know if they're any good. But there was one literally last year in 2020 called Dragonheart Vengeance. That's and wild. I believe Helena Bonham Carter voices the dragon in that one. See, that's a good pick for a dragon voice, I think, actually. Cause she 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 could act, mm. so I like that. And she's done animated shit, and she's she has yeah, so done the crown as well. Oh wait, no. So this is animated. So we've got like a whole. You could get Kevin Conroy, Justin Roiland. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, guys. Um, <laughs> Patrick Stewart voices a dragon in one of yes, the sequels. So Patrick Stewart's a good call. Yeah. Even Sir Ian, he... Sir Ian could do it. Oh, let's see, Ian V. That man's not got long. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to, fair enough. He's, I'm he's just thinking, back like, to the broader. Stage, like, you um, know. Oh, God. Uh, Donald Glover would probably be a good... Oh, yeah. yeah you you got, you got a lot. Uh, I think you've got of a lot of options of these days. Yeah. Actors and actresses. No, 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 that's Danny Glover. I'm talking about Donald Glover, the guy from Community. Oh, no, I don't think... He's, he's a good... Actually, he's, I think he could do it. Just look at this. This is insane. So, Dragonheart came out in 1996, right? Yes. And then the second one, Dragonheart, A New Beginning, came out in 2000. Yeah. That kind of tracks. And the then suddenly... <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, just saying. And then suddenly, in 2015, they're like, fuck it, Dragonheart 3, The Sorcerer's Curse. And then in 2017, they're like, fuck it again, Dragonheart, Battle for the Heartfire. And then in 2020, they're like, fuck it, another... Dra-. Like, what's so going on here? They've <laughs> clearly made money from these. They are clearly... Yeah, it's out. like yes. it's like they made the two and then left them, and then it, like a couple of years ago they were like, "What's what's something that's been on the back burner, slowly making money that we can revive?" I know we say this a lot, but it's I the think Mad Max model. Netflix <laughs> is running out of shit. Pump, pump some actual money into it. I think there is bones there to make a decent show. Like it's the kind of thing like if you made a good show out of that, people would love to say, "Oh my god, have you seen that?" Dra- oh Dragon Heart. Have you seen Dragon Heart? Oh my god. Are you? Are you? It's. Like, I, I watched it, I was like, oh, this is going to be... No, it's good. The like, emotion. There, yeah. I think that, like, it's dramatic. You, there is a good, like, thing of, like... So, you have the show and the way... You, like, the idea of, like... All right, so you have a person and a f- who's friends with a dragon. Like, mm. cool. But then the person, the bad guy that they are constantly facing is connected to the dragon yeah. if one dies the other. So, there's, even, like, that complex... Now. Just, it's like, you don't want to kill think, them, but yeah. you want to stop them. I don't think the film played with that yeah, enough yeah. until right at the end. Um, there, I felt a little yeah, because like, like classic villain guy thing, you could just have him hurting the dragon just for no reason, and like I do, I do really like when because they have a stark moment in the battle when he realizes, yeah, and that's he's good. like the dragon, he has to let the dragon hunters. He's like, I'm in danger, I need yeah. to go stop them from. And yes. I thought that was a cool yeah, moment. Yeah, this is it, true. It was a, it was a good enough villain for the tone and everything. I thought I liked him. Don't think Alan Rickman would have done a better job. I think Alan Rickman's <laughs> a bit of a hack. That's fine. <laughs> Any Rest other... in power, Alan <laughs> Unbelievable. Any other big negatives you want to discuss about this Oh, we haven't even got started on the I, negatives. This, is, we? this, <laughs> is, this <laughs> is what's hitting me really bad. Okay, it, it is a bit boring, a bit, where it's just like, okay, well, you could have some... Oh, uh, Brock is supposed to be the, the odd job, the second-hand villain. You know, he's supposed to be the threat. He should have been far more evil. You, in fact... He barely did anything bad. The you shouldn't even film. see the king until maybe the second half of the movie. The, the the young king. You should see you should see him as a as, as a kid, yeah. and you should see Brock, and then you should just have these scenes where Brock is like brutally evil, and then you have the king come in, and and like maybe Dennis Quaid is like, oh thank God the king's here. You, you're a sensible person. I know you're good. And then Dennis Quaid gets to see that the king is also evil now. Mm. 
you know, like have some mystery behind it, but also have Brock be a lot more arch and evil than he was. He was just kind of nothing. Yeah, he was just there, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't know I that he needs to be it. He's just there. He's he's yeah. complicit with the Lucius king, like was more fine. more important than he was. Well, he was like he's. But the... even he was barely in there. Yeah, but he, he yeah, I feel like he had more of an impact for less time because yeah. he he had something. You know, he was. True. I'm a greedy, snively sort of guy. I. I, I wheedle, I try to get out of deals and stuff. But, but that, uh, Brock was like, maybe that's just crush. because that's more of a complex character than like I'm the big yeah, guy yeah, that stands yeah, next to him fair. and looks stuff. That's fair. But yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Um, yeah, exactly nothing. This is no, a yeah, perfect we... movie. <laughs> perfect movie. Ten out of ten. Would okay. All right. Are we going to talk? Are I think you going to talk? I think about... we need to talk about man the women in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> the poor, poor women. So there's, in this there's two movie. main ones. It's Kara and the mother. Now, I believe the woman who yes. plays Kara plays Dizzy in Star Trek Troopers. Released the following year. Released the following year. What and about I, a one-two punch? That is. And I made the <laughs> Dragonheart com- Starship Troopers. Bang bang. I made the comment to Alex that's like she gets treated better in Starship Troopers, where she gets fucking murdered than she does in Dragonheart. She gets what? Let's her- just run through what happens to her. Right. She is in a brutal battle where like her people get killed yep. when she's a child. Yep. She accidentally kills the prince. The prince. Yep. Her father gets blinded in front of her yep. and her people are pretty much enslaved. Yep. Um she almost gets she's shot and killed. Work. She's forced, she's forced to, work to work in the quarry. Her father then gets killed in front of her. Yep. She tries to kill the king and then the king imprisons her and then rapes her. Implied. Yep. Implied. It was implied. Well, we didn't well, see we, it. Well, but, uh, we we th- did it almost happen and that's when she stabbed him. Or did it happen? Did she it stab happened. him during? It during. No, no. He's he. She stabbed him, and then he dragged her over to the bed. Yeah, but that it's implied. It's so, like he enjoyed the stabbing. Yeah. No, it but was then weird. after she stabbed him, that's when he kissed her. That's when he's like pity. Yeah, me. but then he left. Oh. So did it, did it I happen think, beforehand? It happened. And, and in it the, happened. In the distraction, she was, was able to get the knife and stab him. It was. Or was it leading up to it? It was certainly know. implied. Yeah. There was a lot of. It's very gross. There. <laughs> then she gets like dragged through the town and beat like. Have stuff thrown at her. Just abused. Yep. Then she gets sacrificed to a dragon. Yep. Which, damn, if that's not traumatic, I would find that traumatic. That's right, that poor horse. Uh, Then she almost gets cannibalized. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a part that I don't Meat. (laughs) That's that's the funniest town ever to live in because they've got so many pigs, they have fish, but But it's not enough. They still want human flesh. (laughs) They lost the dragon to the dragon. They couldn't lose any more pigs. I'm going to get some human. I'm going to cut me off a piece of that. That's why we've got these big axes. Finger licking good. Oh, yeah. The deep sound. <laughs> um, but then up, it's all up from there. Oh, yeah. It's all <laughs> up from I mean, there. What bad happens to her after that? She gets to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. This is true. She does stand She's up. re-accepted by her village. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, don't worry about the dragon What's also hitting the triplets? on her. Just before we get to the triplet, <laughs> the dragon also hits on her. Something chronic as yeah, well. Yeah, why not? He's it's allowed to. It's also awfully He's... suggestive. Uh, I'd be jealous if I was Dennis Quaid. Like, well, I would be too. I was like, get a room thought, or get a cave, well, one or the other. You were hitting on me. Why aren't you hitting on me That's anymore? That's right. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot happened to this character. And, and it just is not It's not addressed. Addressed not... or acknowledged. She's not allowed to... Deal react. or grapple. To be fair, anything? though, that's probably realistic with the times. You, no. you were just a woman in medieval. It's like shit <laughs> yeah, happened to you. But still no people. one really cared. 
yeah, no, no, people cannot care, but it doesn't mean that the character is just like a blank slate. And like, why would she feel affection towards Dennis Quaid? There is no reason for There's her to feel. Dennis Quaid is like part of the reason she almost got eaten by a dragon. Regardless of whether the dragon would have done anything to her, if you believe you're about to get killed by a dragon and that he's, oh, I suppose he knows the dragon, so he knows the dragon's probably, no, he was like, eat her. Yes. He was like, kill her. Yeah, please so, kill her. Yeah. You need to kill her now. And the dragon's like, no, that's against my quote. Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's I a bit fucked women. up, man. I don't eat women. Uh, I, I think that's pretty fucked up that you'd ask me to do that. I don't, I don't eat people. I do. Yeah, I, I do. It's like, it's like, it's like, I, it's like, I, he's like, I pulled an arm out of your mouth. It's like, I don't only shoot in self-defense. I don't swallow. It's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, maybe humans taste bad. I mean, bad. come on, But man. even that line, what the fuck are you I only chewed in self-defense. I don't swallow. Even that that's was played funny. as a bit suggestive. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's only because it's Sean Connery. It's That's the only reason I it's only suggestive. Chew it. Don't swallow. Like, I'm sure there are hundreds of takes where they're like, Sean, can you do it again? But less suggestive and sexy and he's like i don't, know I don't about. i'll do it again but i don't know i don't think it's possible <laughs> like, i'll try to be less sexy i'm sure there's like hundreds less of takes suggestive. and they just had to settle because they're like it, damn it, okay he can't Dumb. do it <laughs> what was that take my pants down right okay i know sean please i don't wear pants uh, all right <laughs> he's a dragon he doesn't wear pants i always wear that uniform from that movie xanadu <laughs> Oh, what a got, reference. Got uh, to let the nipples breathe, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- this this movie treats that dizzy fucking terrible. But, I mean, she's a queen at the end. I suppose she wins. Yeah, she does. Everything's coming up her at the end of she, it. She it? kills Brock. She doesn't. She, she gets to watch that dickhead prince get fucking axed. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sequel to this? All the dragons are dead. How, how do you... Yeah, is Sean it Connery's the last... Uh, well, I think in the second one, there's a baby dragon. And uh, then some of the others are prequels set before when there were more dragons, I think. I don't know. Okay. I've done too much research. But. Um, the <laughs> one should, thing should... that really... Shit, it ruined yeah. the film for oh, me. It oh, chipped oh, me oh, on wow. the wall. Wow. Uh, Wash it. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the end when... Are we at spoilers? I feel like we've gone oh, past right. that. Yeah, so okay, that's fun. fine. Okay. Who cares? When when the dragon dies, yeah. right, and he becomes like <laughs> stars, he becomes like this sort of yellow smoke <laughs> that goes up into the sky. That was the funniest. Congeals into this like yellow oh. star. Which draws like six or seven other stars to it. So it's entering if you dragon any, heaven. If you have, if you, if you assume that this is based on like science, and yeah, if you think that those are actual stars drawing, there's got to be some kind of planetary. That's like a end game level of destruction. That's right. And then it explodes in the biggest supernova the galaxy has ever seen. It's like this huge yeah. explosion. Never mind that that wouldn't happen because that'd have to be like millions of light years away. So it's got that Star Wars problem where like... It's magic, Sorry, guys. so this planet is within spitting distance of Coruscant. That's right. <laughs> oh, this is in the same star system as Coruscant? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And then about? all the stars are there after the explosion. Oh, I love it. I and love it. More. It's amazing. It's, he has entered Dragon Heaven. His soul... Has been saved. It's I think so a lot funny. of lives would have been cost for him to get into Dragon Heaven. That's pretty good, though. I mean, that's pretty impressive. If if I died and I caused the death of civilizations in my day, trillions of lives revolving around that's those. That's you stars. assuming that there's 
lives on those planets. Just All because they're aliens stars. doesn't mean they're not lives, Morgan. <laughs> There's no proof that there are. Also, this movie's set in the Middle Ages. They they don't Star. understand the stars yet. Star, D. So it's Captain either it's either two things. Either it's mass genocide <laughs> on a galactic scale. Or it's mass hallucination. Dogs it, and cats raining from the sky. I think mass it's symbolism. Hysteria. It's like he's. It's, it's a symbolic of him entering. It's just like entering a gateway and the light show surrounding yeah. it. Because it I happens and then fine. it's a new star there. We don't actually destroy anything. I would have been fine if it congealed Alex, into the yellow star this is and a, then he just took his place as a new star. As Morgan but said. no, it drew all these other stars to it and caused a massive explosion in this, the sky. This is a period piece set in the time. Haley's Comet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that annoyed me. Um, oh, fuck. Thanks for this movie, Morgan. I enjoyed it so much. It was great. It was so good. I, I would have absolutely loved it if I was a kid and watched this movie. Yeah, I'd be fucking so Oh, yeah. I, yes, I would have loved I it I think too. this movie would have done really well with John Wick coordination in the fighting because all of the fighting was just subpar. But that's yeah, fine. So there was the one scene in the river, which I liked. That was mm, pretty that good. That was decent. The fight in the river. But the fight at the start with the kid, yeah, that, that is so... Good. No. Dennis Quaid, for some reason, just can't actually swing a sword. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand if they're like really nervous about injuring someone, which is fair it's enough. It's possible. But but there's get, like, the get a stuntman. Get a couple stuntmen. Also, there's in. like the first scene when he fights with Draco. Yeah. And it's like, it's specifically with the tail. Yeah. And it's because like he's working with CG and he has to fight. It looks a little like Yeah, there's a bit of... Yeah. And it's like, that was the only time because that's the only time he really fights with the CG dragon using his sword. Yes. But I was like, oh yeah, that's a bit... He's just kind of swinging it air because that's all he can see. I do really appreciate how many times they built a practical, like, f- dragon foot or dragon mouth. Like, that was an actual prop yeah. that he oh, was yeah. sitting in. That's pretty good. That's decent. Uh, like, I don't think the whole mouth itself, would, but, no. like, he was definitely sitting on something when he was in the mouth, oh, which yes, is great. Yes. No, I, I appreciate a lot of the times where they, they saw the value in seeing someone or something physically reacting to... Well, I think there's something to be said for, you know, Mm -hmm. that all the fire is real. Mm. You know that all the houses are real. (laughs) You know, these are all extras. These are real extras. These are not CG extras. The only CG really is the dragon, yeah? And some pretty good matte paintings of castles and mountains and (laughs) things. I think, you know, for the time period, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so there's something tactile about when you see buildings burning and their actual buildings burning. I did love at the start, at the very, very start, there's a scene where uh, one of the horsemen grabs a torch and he starts lighting the roofs of the houses yes, on fire. Yes, you like and this in particular. I love this so much because you'd see him light the roof on fire and you'd be like, okay, that's oil on the roof that, that's lighting up. And then you'd see a, a light inside the house and you're like, so they have put a torch inside the house to set a light as soon as he set the roof on fire. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. I loved that so much. Because it's just... It's just spreads. It's so funny. It's so funny to me. Anyway. No, I, I enjoyed this. There was a weird part where they go to... Avalon. Avalon. Which I could have done without, to be perfectly honest with oh, you. Was a, yeah. You stepped out to go to the bathroom then. Um, that's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of... Because I think that. that's no. the, on, the only purpose that serves is like... Getting Dennis Quaid's character his, back on track because everyone's like, everyone else yeah. is like we're gonna go fight, but he doesn't feel the need, and then he just has those codes reinforced. Yeah, King and like Arthur's it's kind of like him and... the the monk's character's whole thing is he wants to go to Avalon. It's just kind of like 
Because they talk about the codes, but I don't think they tie it enough to King Arthur until you get to that moment. It's like, yeah. maybe if you'd laid the groundwork a bit more. Perhaps. And it's like, oh, to go there is actually like an honor. It's a pro- and Yes. It, and it's like a sign. I think Draco says like this, you can't ignore this sign. We're in Avalon. I know the monk says it. It's like, it's kind of brushed over. I yeah. Think it feels a little tack- tacked on. Uh, I don't feel it did enough to organically connect. Yeah. Like the destruction of thousands of star systems did. Yep, that felt organic to me. <laughs> that, was pretty, that was pretty practical. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, any organi- final thoughts? Any negatives from you? Um, you've, you've listened to us rail on it for a while. Uh, any uh, negatives from you? Yeah, I think the story could use some tightening up. Just some, some stuff in there that it can cut and just tighten it up a little bit. Uh, there's, some, there's some shit you could have fixed and like... I, I like it, though, because, like, this seems like one of those things that could inspire, like, a kind of it... Re- like, you could see if someone was really... Like you were. You really, like, likes this movie. You could make something very good out of this movie, well, as I said yeah. before. I think there is bones there for something pretty excellent. And, and yeah, I, I'm going to stand by that. I think that there's such a good structure in that story. And practical effects these days and CGI these days. I think you could make something pretty fucking fun to watch. I was watching this film and I thought, what if this was remade with, like, the king level of, uh, you I know? was thinking the king too. If you got the director and the team for the king and you made Dragonheart. <laughs> and I you think had, that's a very successful. That'd be a fantastic movie. And or even could, even uh, Macbeth 2015 with uh, Michael is, Fassbender, that sort of vibe as well. I think like, you could also get those actors back. And you could get a them to them deliver, because yeah. all of them are pretty, well, maybe not Dennis Quaid, but a lot <laughs> of the other ones are pretty quality. And you, you could do something with them, I think. Anyway. Uh, one other negative that comes yes. to mind. So, I think it's pretty clear that, maybe not right from the start, but Draco is aware of who this guy is. Yes. And he's just yeah. keeping on the DL. Yes. He knows. Um, but Bowen, Dennis Quaid's character, is unaware that, like it takes him a while. Like, it takes I think him like an hour. To I think there's it out. a bit where he has suspicions, but he brushes them aside. Yeah, but, in a very. But he doesn't. Dragon. He isn't aware that this is the dragon he's been hunting his whole life. And I get it's been twelve years, but it's a very distinctive voice. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> like that's what you do when you cast Sean Connery. Is like, sure, you're hunting a dragon, and it's like hey, uh, that's how not many, me. Did he, how, did he talk to all the other dragons? We don't. We only. We oh, only um, see in the movie he kills one, the, the second last dragon, but that's yes. all. We don't see any talking. That's all from the perspective of someone else we see over the hill yep. which is another nice thing it's like oh we don't need to see that dragon fight just see the yeah ruckus this is true it, this is true yeah which was nice but yeah so there is this like moment where it's like he doesn't it's like a there's one left and you're like you don't he doesn't even question it's like are you the one he just assumes it isn't also it sounds exactly like the one <laughs> that he's looking for so it's like eh, maybe I'm, he was too busy riding his horse with his bow and I, arrow I know ready who. That's the best thing ever. Um, I know who you'd recast as the dragon. Who? Gerard Butler. Ooh, oh, very nice. Very distinctive voice. Yeah, okay. I can, dun, see, dun, it. I can dun. see it. He's already done movies where with dragons, animated movies with dragons. So it, 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 it all fits. fits. It, it all fits. fits. It's a sec- secular. It's secular. all coming together. I feel like <laughs> we need to go and pitching tent well, and whatever. pitch a... Uh, Breaking the Banksy 3, dragons. <laughs> That's it. That's what the movie's called. Done. <laughs> Excellent. Listen, listen uh, audiences, for that sometime soon. <laughs> I'm going to come on and pitch Breaking the Banksy <laughs> 3 Dragons. <laughs> uh, so, would you recommend people? I reckon. Yeah. I think 
so. I think you like so. dragons. Um, I I enjoy this movie more than I enjoy the Aragorn movie. Yeah, yeah. this is true. <laughs> yeah, this I think is... it's got a it's got a Lord of the Ringsy, Game of Thronesy vibe. I don't think it matches the tone of either of those films. It's perhaps not as uh, it's, it's it's a bit more unintentionally for, for kids. funny. It's it's Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kept thinking of Willow. Yeah, yeah. I kept thinking of Willow. Like Dennis Quaid's character is similar yeah. to Val Kilmer's character. <laughs> Willow. If you've got like kids and you want to sit like I don't think you have to pay particular attention, but there's scenes in there where I had genuine fun and it was fun to laugh. And there's at violence this movie. but it's not gory. No, uh, yeah, there's so, one know. only one shot that's like a bit uh but I I don't know. If I was a kid and I saw that I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is sick. <laughs> yes. But apart from that, there's it's not the, much. it's the wicker basket, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Uh, <laughs> that would have been so much cooler if his head had like gone down into his spine like John Wick style that'd be fucking <laughs> sick I just want the guys who made John Wick to make Dragonheart <laughs> that'd be so cool wouldn't that movie be sick <laughs> oh my god Keanu Reeves is the voice I I'm thinking I'm back uh, no, <laughs> I can give you my heart but you need to hold to the old codes <laughs> Oh dear! No, I don't think so. That's 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 not getting a pitching ten episode. Uh, no, but, yeah, but yes, I think I would it recommend it. Yes, oh, it's would. on binge. If you want to, if you want to give Indeed. it a watch. Uh, and then I guess now it's it's been a while, so it I'm has. sure we'll uh, we got it. We've all got been watching a lot. No, so who wants to go first? <laughs> Alright then, Zach's not going first then. He's got nothing Alex, what have you been watching? Let me just get my list out I did, uh, First I, and foremost can I, can, I, can I do my joke first? Off you go Yeah, I did watch the latest season of Broadchurch uh, Oh, for God's <laughs> sake We've all watched Mayor of Easttown And we'd all recommend Mayor of Easttown I recommended it to Town. you on the podcast uh, d- Did you? I did oh, well, He I did, don't. yeah Okay, well I don't remember Go that. back and listen <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that Um but yeah, Mayor of Easttown is probably well. By the time this comes out, it'll be like everyone. But okay, if you weren't sure, uh, maybe it missed you, and you've got what is it? Uh, binge. Binge. Yeah, if you've got binge, it's it's good. It's a really really good show to binge. By the way, yeah. yeah. I watched I, it week to week, and it still worked. I think um, Kate Winslet was fucking excellent. Oh. Actually, I really wasn't sold in the first episode, but by the end, I was like, God damn, she's doing a fucking awesome. Job. I didn't I didn't recognize her. Like I, I kept because <laughs> yeah. I, I always look yeah. at IMDb. I'm like. I'm looking at my shoe. Who the hell is so this? So different. Yeah, yeah. Like every time, I'm like she just looks so different in that mm. show. Mm. It's mm. insane. No, she's cool. Um, and it's got our our guy, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, it? Australian. Pierce. Well done, Guy. Does, he does a really good job, actually. Like, yeah. He does n- not super demanding or anything. And without spoiling anything, I was um wary of him from the start. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about because I was like, oh, is he gonna be the guy? Exactly. <laughs> but no. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and you'll just have to listen, audiences. Uh, to <laughs> yeah, to, we... <laughs> I also really appreciate that. Like normally, so normally in the, the way it was paced, like normally the show is like, oh, we figured it out, and you've kind of figured it out, and then it kind of proceeds. But this one kind of backflips on itself, and it's like everyone thinks you figured it out, and there's like actually an extra layer mm. to yes. it, and you're like, oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. It was like an extra layer because it kind of spiced things up instead of being, all right, we figured this out. This is good. Let's get on it. It was like. Wait, something's what? off. Something is a bit <laughs> off here. And then you're like, oh shit, we hadn't figured it out. Now we have. Uh, the torment of watching it week to week, there is a f- uh, cliffhanger. I think it's the second last second episode. Second last episode, yeah. About a photograph and what's on the photograph. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what is this? And I have to wait a week. It was, no, I, I, was, that, yeah. I was fretting it. I, was, I went on to Reddit. And I looked at all the fan theories, and I still have twelve suspects before the finale. No, no spoilers though. There's like one episode where something shocking happens. Oh yeah, 
yeah. to one of my favorite characters. Like I really yeah. enjoyed this character, and I was just like, like I... it just I was just like, oh, fuck, all right, and then it just kept going, <laughs> and I was like, that's tragic. Yes, and then it just keeps going. And I'm like, but it was like that's the part of the show, all this tragedy. Yep, but I was just. I really enjoyed that character. Yes. Yeah. I, I, there's a particular like detective that I really like um, without like spoiling anything, but I loved him because he was such a doofus <laughs> and it was so endearing to just see him like fumble his way through, like trying to talk to these, like he's in a new town, he's in a new place. And he's like, uh, how you, how you doing? <laughs> Have, I got a coffee for you. <laughs> just like, fuck off. <laughs> It's great. No, it's, 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 um, I'm re- as I was saying to Alex, uh, earlier today, I was like, really glad that American, oh, I think you said it. I'm glad that American TV crime drama up. has caught up to British crime drama from like 10 years ago. Yes. It's great. Uh, if they make more shows like that, fantastic. As long as they avoid the misstep that was Broadchurch season two, I think they're fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm fine with season two. It's not as good as season three. So I've been watching all sorts of crap. Uh, I watched Mom and Dad, a Nicolas Cage film from a few years ago. The premise of this film is that some mysterious sort of, um, I don't want to say virus, but something happens to this town which makes parents want to kill their children. Nice. That's cool. And so Nicolas Cage is the father. And there's one scene where he beats the crap out of a pool table while singing Hokey Pokey. And it's like Nicolas Cage in his most unhinged. It was just a delight to watch. I really enjoyed it. Um, um, there's a there's a movie called The Colour Purple, which is like 60%. It's like got some amazing uh, visual effects that are super disturbing, mm. but it's also got like a couple scenes where Nicolas Cage just gets to be Nicolas Cage and you're just like, oh, that's great. <laughs> it's always fucking great to watch Nicolas Cage act. So I went on a bit of a Nicolas Cage run there. Oh. So I watched uh, Mum and Dad. Then I rewatched The Rock, which was mm. arguably preparation for this podcast as well. Because yeah. Sean Connery is brilliant <laughs> in watch, that too. Watch Still holds up. I think it's Michael Bay's best. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched The Purge for the first time. The movie. Yeah. Or oh, the TV show. No, or one movie. of the subsequent movies. The movie. Uh, no, the first movie. Recommend. Uh, it's, yeah, I've seen the first I, movie. I'm fine yeah, with it. It was incredibly meh. I yeah, was like, oh. It's really not that. It's one of those things I wanted it's to get really around to watching. The even, concept is interesting. Yeah. Yes. And then, but they never do. Well, from what I've heard, the t- I think they do more interesting things in the sequels and then like the show, the TV show. Like there's like stuff. the Founding Fathers, which is like they go into the a first movie is very meh, but I feel like there's like they explore there's the concept some... in interesting ways. Okay. There's something Other weird times. about Ethan Hawke in those indie horror movies where he sort of turned like I don't know if it's it's him or the team that they they just like, like there's that and there's Insidious I think yeah. is the one he's, where they're just like these grey uninteresting sets yes. and everything about them is just like trying to hang on the shocking horror of what's going on. You're like, it's it not wasn't really that shocking, that shocking and yes, horrible. Yes, it was like, mm. yeah. so it was a bit meh. Uh, two other things I watched, uh, The Unusual Suspects, which is a, a TV show oh, yeah. on SBS. We watched all of that. We were like, oh, we should watch it. And then Alex published his review and we were like, very yes. nice. We're going to go watch it. We watched all of it and What'd you highly think? enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it too. I, quite I really enjoyable. liked it, yeah. Nice Aussie gem. Yes. Uh, so it's a heist it's a comedy heist uh, show oh, yeah, with a largely, oh, it's a female ensemble. Filipino. And large uh, Australian Filipino. Uh, mm. There's three of the main ensemble uh, cool, Filipino-Australians. Cool, 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 cool. uh, so really good. Um, I thought it was very clever. Really enjoyed that. And the other thing uh, I was watching on Binge is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not sponsored by Binge, are we? No? No. Uh, anyway, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Although, um, yeah, oh. anyway. Uh, <laughs> wait for it. Um, I hope not. 
I watch Mister in Between, which oh, is I this... keep seeing that pop up all over. Exactly, the place. that's what I was like. I kept seeing it pop up. I go, let's give it a go, and it just doesn't interest me. But uh, listen, it's it's, it's Australian. Be... Yeah, okay. Uh, it's. 20 minute, 25 minutes an episode oh, for a drama where I was fuck. like, okay, so it's this not is like really a Breaking you know, Bad investment. No, okay. no, 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 no. So like 20, 25 minutes each. And the amount of story they pack into 25 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's great. I'm like, choose, yeah. Louise. A lot of these American shows need to learn how to yeah. pack their episodes. Shorter, compact shit can be great. That oh, sounds, okay, yes. that's, you've sold me on that. Yep. that, that all right, fair enough. So, so worth watching. I think so. Drama. So he's this hitman uh, who's also got, of course, a family life. He's got a young daughter. Mm. And a brother who's got motor neuron disease, and it's got the very Australian dark sense of humour. Good, that's good. Uh, it's you know I really would recommend it. Uh, I think season three is airing in the states now. No, oh, okay. I don't think it's on binge yet, um, but I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that's that's me done. Very nice. Yes, Zach. Okay. Uh, so I watched Mayor of Easttown, obviously. Oh, did you? That's cool. Um, <laughs> Not like we're talking about this this episode. <laughs> I did watch Loki. Yes. Uh, so I, because you guys have gone on about the Bad Batch, you talked about you talked about One Division, and this one was like Avatars. I'm like, I've got Disney Plus at the moment. I'm going through like American Dad, which I love, and I'm going through like Bob's Burgers and all these cartoon shows that are on there, which is great. The Simpsons. Uh. <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't. I think I've missed the boat on The Simpsons. I can't. Like, I, I probably watch Futurama. Yes, yeah, Futurama is my thing. Um, so I started watching Loki, and I like the show. But I think they really need to stop trying to make funny jokes because every single time they've tried to make a joke in that show, I have found it like kind of cringy, and I don't understand exactly why. I think it's because there a lot of them feel really tired, and I've seen them all over the place. Also, I think the design for the Minutemen is pretty bad, and I wonder if it's because they've spent so much money on visual effects. It's possible, yeah. yeah. And I really don't like. I don't like the whole fifties aesthetic as something that a uh, futuristic. An all-powerful god yeah. race chooses for their invented populace. That's like their thing. Yes, I found that so like mind-blowing to me. I'm like, I'm not sure. Well, it's where... difficult to get a timeless aesthetic. I guess that's my point. Like, have some have some comment about it. Just be like, why do you look like this? I'm like, well, you know, we've got different departments, and each of them choose their own, and well, we liked this. That, that's completely fine. Mm. But to imply that that's what they chose is so strange to me mm. because you're in the universe where the guardians of the galaxy exist and you've got all these fantastical mag- and like thor and all these fantastical magical different designs for cultures yes and you're left with the 50s like i love it chic. <laughs> it's so bland and there's this so it's there's a whole thing of like choice mm. and like like owen i feel like owen wilson's character is gonna get very dark because there's yeah, a, they, they explored yes. this whole conversation of like choice and how they Free were just created and, yeah. and it's that very like just fifties that all they do is work all they do it like there's some interesting stuff in there and I think they're gonna turn it all on its yeah, head very they soon. are depressing as fuck they are invented individuals they fear death they fear each other like they mourn each other but they're not born they don't have families they eat and s- they don't sleep well, they are strange sleep, no. to me yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's, I think there's going to flip a lot of stuff on its head. Yeah, I and feel and everything like... has a purpose. I think. Well, we hope. I hope so. I hope so. It feels like I don't know. I feel like we've like, done this story I, a little bit before. I've done those raggings, but I, I will say Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. Every time that they've Their had scenes together, good. are really excellent. There's a whole like a ten minute block of the first episode that's just them talking to each other, and there's a ton of payoff for Loki's character. If you've watched yeah. all the Marvel movies in that scene, that yes. I really 
really appreciated. And mm. I was like, this is actually really excellent. And if it was just a drama, I think I'd like it a lot more. But I'm also I really know I'm not like, the target audience. So okay. He's a fun character to watch. Like Tom Hiddleston oh, yeah. play Loki. Like it's very interesting. Like and it's just like and it's it's kind of cool to have that foil that is um, Owen Wilson to be like yes. I've studied you. But even then, sometimes he's like. Are you talking like nah? You got yeah, like you got me. It's, <laughs> that's really good. That's yeah. like because that the only other person who we've seen like Thor kind of got to that towards yeah. the end. He's like, I can read you. I know you. You can't yeah. fool me anymore. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh well, we don't really have that. But it's like you need someone to do that, or otherwise everyone's just kind of hapless and like. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it's got potential. Yeah. It's also going to build to the Kang the Conqueror stuff soon. So that's because that's well, the next big bad. In yeah. The, in the lineup, so that's and the the judge is his girlfriend. I think I'll watch this show, but. It's gonna sweet quick quickly get too uncool for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the um the ending credits. Very Gravity Falls in in the way. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's cool. yeah. Oh, I should watch Gravity Falls again. That yeah, show was good. Sick. It was good. Pay what off. else you've been watching? Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Not like really. No. I did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've had fuck all this. <laughs> you've been busy. It's okay. Wait. Let me go take a look. You, you go through yours, and I'll. All see. right. I've been watching a lot. So or give me the abridged version. <laughs> well, well, so all of the Fast and Furious franchise, because oh, Fast Nine came that. out in the last week. Uh, my partner had never seen any of them. I was like, you know what? We're gonna go see the new one. So you got to watch all of them. <laughs> was a fun ride. So these movies are dumb. Yep. But the the way like the way they build, there is like so many payoff. Like characters keep coming back, small parts, and they reference them, and it's so cool. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like a a kind of shit version of marvel like <laughs> it's so good and it, it'd just be like oh we like so and the naming conventions don't get me started there but like you go like four <laughs> movies and then the fifth movie it's like oh we, we need to get a couple people and they just pull people from these different movies who haven't worked ah, together like okay and then okay. like like even like just small characters who are only in the start of one movie and now part of the crew it's very interesting it's um, uh, like it, Mission Impossible. Yeah, it is. I did just see one that was quite quite important on my list. Bo yeah. Burnham's Inside. Did you guys watch oh, that? Oh, I was going to rant about Bo Burnham's Inside. I've watched it twice already. It's okay, so yeah, good. It's amazing. Is it good? Um, it's, 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 it's an art more, piece. Yeah. It's performance art, man. I, I thought it was like a, an, an album, like a visual album, and it's a fantastic Bo Burnham special. But then I watched another one of his specials. And like, like he talks about how it's really disjointed and stuff, and I was watching his other specials. And like, like... Yeah, it's disjointed, but it's not that far away from his actual style. It's just that he's been gone for so long and there's so much yeah. more refinement and effort and art and time that he's been able to put into this one. It's very, very... Like, I think you'd fucking love it. It's just... Yeah, you're right. As an artistic it, piece, it's it fantastic. Yeah, there's it's thematic... Like, there's a whole bunch of themes in there that are really well yeah. handled. And I think he's... For, for a long, long time, he's just been thinking about specifically like social media because he's grown up with it and the internet. And this is a really good culmination of a lot of his mm. thoughts and and especially his talents and his ability like because he's musically very, very gifted. He's obviously... I think he's a talented director He's a well. yeah, yeah. talented Eighth director and he's Eighth obviously taken in fantastic. so much of like Instagram culture and mm. Facebook culture and like... Have you seen Eighth Grade? No, no. I think you should see yeah. it. Great. He has a song about Instagram. It's really cool. It cha- he changed, like he slowly like slides in for oh, the for the aspect yep. ratio, but then he goes to like another one for doing that's, a story. That's my like, favorite song cool. on the the white woman Instagram. Is very my clever because it it all looks absolutely gorgeous and it's just exactly right. There's a bit that it's exactly correct. 
the, the, the screen direction, okay. the cinematography. Yeah, no, it'd be He had one camera and it looks beautiful, Alex. You, did he yeah. only have one? I, I think It feels like he's had mul- he has multiple that he uses. I think he said he had one. He maybe has multiple, but I think he mainly uses one. Okay, cool. No, they're... they're it's it, a Lumex, I think. I think you really like something. Okay, well, I'll check it the out. The look of it, the sound back. of it, it's great. It's captivating to watch. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, Sounds like we should have watched that instead of Dragonheart. <laughs> no. <laughs> I it's don't know. I was captivated by Dragon. Dragonheart was pretty good. Weren't we all? Yes, Sorry, yes Morgan, I, I, No, all good. I that would have come off. up my mind. I'm glad we talked about it. But yeah, so I watched all the Fast and Furious. Yep. But that was fun. Um, went and saw In the Heights in cinema. Yes. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical. It's actually... He hasn't got a lot to do with the movie. He just wrote the original musical and he's oh, in the okay. movie. Radio. But like, it's the um, Crazy Rich Asians d- director did yep. it. And um, it's very fun. Very good. Uh, Rosa Diaz. Rosa Diaz in it. Yep. Yes. Stephanie Beatrice, she was yes. great, very good. Um, so that's definitely worth going and seeing. Other movies, any other movies I want to talk about? Oh, there's Cruella. Oh, I didn't watch Cruella. Oh. <laughs> you can talk about that in a moment if you that's like. That's one for you, my boy. Um, TV <laughs> shows, I just want to quickly... Um, Harley Quinn on um, on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, you've Check sold it out. me on that. I think I'm going to watch it's that. Just a, yeah, it's refreshing, different yeah, take yeah. On, a, on a DC stuff. It's very fun. I uh, finished Love, Death and Robots season two. Yep. That was fun. Yeah, man. Did you enjoy that too? Mm. Yeah. I, like some of them really veered off from... The, like the first season they seems did. very sci-fi. And yeah. the second season, there's not that much connection for some of them at all to sci-fi. But they're still... I really want them to keep doing that because it seems like such a rewarding thing to see those tiny snippets of yeah. short oh, yeah. stories. And I love you get, them. And you get all sorts of different animators. I the know. Opportunity oh, to... So many of them are gorgeous, aren't yeah. they? They're so differently mm. beautiful. Oh, it's great. Sorry, go on. No, all good. Uh, we watched the Friends reunion. Oh yes, that was fun. Were you worried about Matthew Perry? No. Oh, because I think the internet again. This is similar to uh, Inside. I think if um if you watch that and don't understand that they all have very specific contracts for coming back to this, and if you think any <laughs> of that stuff they were talking about was a breakthrough or scandalous, understand that that was written and in their contract. Yeah. They there's stuff they can't talk about. There's stuff they can talk yeah. about. Heavily structured. But I will say it fucking worked. We started watching Friends again. That's all they wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Get well us to done. watch Friends again. It well fucking done. worked. Um, <laughs> yeah, good work. Uh, we yeah, so we started watching Friends again. Alana's been watching, and I'm I think I'm I've been watching every episode she has. So I've been watching Puberty Blues for oh. some reason. For some reason, that show is drawing me in. Every time I see it, I'm like. Kind of want to watch well, this because it's something about she was like drama about that story. I haven't been through that beach love story since no. I was a teenager. Well, exactly, same here. But yeah, no, she was. I, she was just like, "Do you want to watch it?" I'm like, me. "I don't think I'll be interested in it." And then I'm like, watching every episode, like, "Oh yeah, no." <laughs> I, th- I think it's because it's not home and away. You know what I mean? Like it's it's actually there's there's it's like that because there's like Australia's got a pretty good I think theater culture. I think there seems to be a lot of like theatre script to it, maybe. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is a small town story about small town people and this is, you know, the heart of an Australian community or whatever it is. That's pretty common, but it's not that to say that it's not good. Like, I, I, that's why I keep, I think I keep coming back yeah. to, I'm like, I think I want to watch Puberty Blues. I just love the 70s vibe as well. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the two girls are a bit annoying with their suit of boys, but, like, the parents are super interesting, especially Sue's parents. They're, like, swingers. It's, it's mm. wild, wild vibe. Cool, 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 <laughs> but also the guys are such drop kicks as well, and oh, they just fawn so cool. over them. It's like, what is this? That's what awesome. is this time? Put yourself together. Well, we've all been fawning over <laughs> we pretty have. boys. No, we <laughs> I was once a heartthrob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
once. Um, <laughs> I still am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank We've you, talked bro. about everything. Oh, one other thing. To, uh, so I've been watching. I think I mentioned this ages ago, and I watched like the first two episodes, and I just didn't get into it. But now I'm back into it. TV show called Mythic Quest. Okay. Um, Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny. He's like one of the main characters. Doesn't have like a, a really it. long title, Mythic Quest. Oh, uh, the the yeah. Battle of a yeah, Raven's think, yeah, Banquet or something. Yeah. Raven's Banquet or something. Is I think so they good? cut that for season two. That I really so. It, I really like it. Mm. I think if, you, if you're into video games, you'll like it as long as you don't take it too seriously. It's kind of mm. like, but like, it's very fun. It's kind of like Silicon Valley TV oh, show, but like, okay. yeah, but yeah. about a video game company. And then like, it's very funny. One of the main characters, Poppy is a, mm. Australian. So that Australian oh. accent cuts through yeah, every episode. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, baby. Um, but no, it's fun. Rob McElhinney is very funny. All the cast of characters and like, it's about them trying to run this game company. And like, yeah, like a uh, bunch of, bunch of, uh, you got the guy trying to sell money, make money off what's it. it. What's it on? Uh, it's on Apple. Oh. That's the only thing. That's why I stopped watching it. I don't give it. money to Apple. Yeah. So, well, um, you do, but... I don't. I'm an Android we don't, guy. We don't support piracy on this, but if you're not going to no. give Apple money, the only way you can really watch it. But like, that's a shame though, because I think it's the fact that it is on Apple means no one's watching it, but yeah. I actually really enjoy it. Well, don't you, worry, you, you can do your free trial. You've got yeah. to <laughs> hope that Apple... like drops off and they just start selling all those properties and someone picks it up and yeah don't worry it'll on. come out on blu-ray eventually because yeah the second <laughs> season is coming out week to week at the moment i'm slowly catching i'm almost but yeah it's fun it's if you like video games and just some and you like silicon valley vibe with a bit yeah. of bit of always sunny in there kind of shit people mm-hmm. not 100 it's it's very good it's not as like not as shit as no like, like the main <laughs> guy's not, shit they're not sh- like just leaving people to die on the street no, like like it's more about egos and like yeah, being, okay. yes. but they're still kind of oh, like shit people oh, but yeah that's uh that's what i've been watching excellent any final did you want to talk about corella oh i just think it was exceedingly mediocre um it's i think they, did I think you they did you pay premier access for i it? did mm. uh bad mistake <laughs> uh, what's going on with emma stone I think she was very good in it. I thought her and Emma yeah. Thompson were very good in it. I just think the film fundamentally doesn't know who Cruella is and tries to make her something that she is That's isn't. the thing is like, she never, in the original movies, it's like, she's a villain and she exists in that universe, but you don't need to dive deeper because otherwise oh, you're, no. you're struggling to explain things that yes. maybe would just make it a bit muddled. And like, because you're working backwards from that is really just like, how do we make her? And it's like, maybe you don't, you and don't need to do as, that. As, as Seriously, if you took out all the references to 101 Dalmatians, I think you have an interesting film there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was because you shoehorn in 101 Dalmatians, it becomes this sort of clunky, clumsy, like, okay. She gets her name Cruella from a nickname that her mother gives her. Oh, you're you're very cruel, Estella. I might call you Cruella, you know, <laughs> contrived. And then uh, how does she come up with her surname? Oh, there's a car coming along. It's a Deville car. I'll I'll name my surname after that car. And then one character goes, Oh, it's like the devil. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this. So. <laughs> it was just, it was just like, oh, come on! It's just so like, why? So, Unnecessary. Yes, that's you right. You guys, you guys remember Commedia dell'arte? Yes. Yeah, it's like if that was invented like twenty years ago, and now they started making movies about how those characters became those, and it's <laughs> they are the whole point of them is that they are caricatures who are supposed to, yeah, they are they are more tools than they are characters. And see, I understand why you take someone like Joker. Yeah, and make a film about because that's commenting on marginalization in society and things like that. This film doesn't comment on anything. <laughs> like it's a, it's got the fashion industry, you know, Devil Wears Prada. Does it make you? Is that what this like, was supposed to be? Was this supposed to be female Joker? 
Or she essentially... Be, it's oh like, my she's like, do, do, Are you meant to be... Does the movie place you in like... Are you rooting for her? Yes, most definitely you're rooting for her. And you're like... Why? She kills dogs <laughs> in the next film. It's like... She yeah. makes a coat. I don't see this Cruella making a coat out of dogs. I just don't. Like, we get to the end of the film and maybe, I'm like, maybe a lot's get, Maybe a lot happens in Cruella too. Maybe oh. she teams up with Maleficent. <laughs> and we're not... We're not, you know, meant to... Root for Cruella any other reason than she's a little less worse than Emma Thompson's Do you know character. what would be... It's not a... that she's got any sort of, like, redeeming quality. She's just a little less worse. Do you know what I'd villain? like to see? This, the, 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 um, who's the bad guy from Notre Dame? The bishop or the oh, deacon? Oh, Frollo. Frollo. Do you reckon that would be an interesting dramatic no, movie to because see that film... Frollo turn? No, I, don't I reckon think it'd be so. interesting into because an operatic villain. You can kind of get into the the minutia of the church. Yes, and then you, that you, would be interesting. Church political games, yeah. and you could because that could because talk that about that's a TV film. show. That could talk actually. about elitism, and that could talk about class structure, and that could talk about Frollo the TV superiority show. complexes. And, and the idea that it, this this idea that you are a manifestation why do so many of people presence? join the church with good intentions but get corrupted? Or is the church the is the church just a vehicle for powerful men to abuse the system? Is because that, yeah. you know the entire third and act of the film up is because you know he's horny and then sets the fire. That song of is the, the town. best. Hellfire, fire, hellfire. <laughs> Is burning. Oh, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's turning me to sin. I think yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Anyway. it's such. It's like the. Uh, I think it's the only reason probably to watch that movie <laughs> is that Hellfire song. It's so good. But with Cruella, I think the two central performances are really good. The costumes are beautiful. Mm, mm. It's got a really good soundtrack. It just fundamentally it doesn't work. Doesn't work. That's a bloody shame that you can nail all those parts, but then bang, bang, they just bang. don't care. Well, about... that's Disney. They're always going to nail those things yeah, usually. But, they and, don't but care it's just like. Story. But then they're like, oh. We didn't need to make this movie. They they, they, they'll, they'll be like, we don't need to make this movie, but we'll make it, and it'll look good. It's just it'll be obvious that it doesn't need you to have, exist. Have, I wouldn't be surprised if it won Academy Award Best Costume. Yeah, like the costumes were just they phenomenal. This very clearly, insanely talented group of designers and artists, and you just don't want to ever take a risk with like. And try and make something different. Like, they water fuck, her down. They never fully so embrace Cruella's darkness. Her name is Cruel Ella. Yes. <laughs> Cruel Devil. Is, is her really name at least name. Ella in the movie? And no, like... Estella is her name, and then she <sighs> goes Cruella because her mum was killed by Dumbledore. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out Dragonheart if you uh, enjoyed, uh, and uh, see you next time. Where it will be Alex's movie. I know, I'm so excited. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> this has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.